Hello guys and welcome back to our podcast. We are here for another session on healthy eating. I hope you all enjoyed our last one. And this is PR Critics. Today we have with me again Rachel James. Hi. And Elizabeth Gray. Hi. Two of my lovely public relations specialist friends. And today we will be discussing a very enlightening video by Dominic Thompson on this guy eats vegan stereotypes for breakfast. Now that is something to talk about. Stay tuned. Welcome back, guys. Let's begin, shall we? So, with regards to the video, I honestly found it to be very interesting with some of the things that Dominic mentioned, especially regarding stereotypes. What do you what do you think about this video, Liz? Well, basically, in the video, in the video, Dominic was giving a testimony about his life and his vegan lifestyle. Um. He basically mentioned within the video that within his past, he was involved with criminal activities, he was overweight, and nothing was going right for him. He was on the right path of life. And at a point in his life, he had to go to prison because of, you know, of the of the unlawful things that he was involved in, like with drugs and money. And he in that period of his life, he basically went through a point of reflection where he wanted to make a change. So he basically eliminated all harmful things from his life, including like uh products that were food products that were not beneficial to him. So this led him to eventually within the video he mentioned that he came up with a brand called If It Requires Harm Then Nah and he has T shirts and different stuff basically with this with this sort of uh discourse and also within the video he was addressing one stereotype with crazies and weirdos and he actually named one of his brands after that rachel do you know any more stereotypes well um i i noticed a lot you know um it wasn't directly there but you know he he addressed it we oftentimes people assert vegans to be weak or to be very fragile, you know, but vegan people are able to build muscle and off of a plant-based diet, you know. He mm-hmm. mentioned that become he became one of the strongest men in his prison facility. And every time they do these lifting weights competitions, you know, he was out of the top ten. You know, within that competition. So it is vegan is not being weak, you know. With veganism comes a sort of strength and um and a good feeling, you know. So that that is all I'm it. And another stereotype where people think that vegans have to be hipsters or some kind of weird group of people, you know. But that is not true. Vegans come from all walks of life. And as you mentioned before, he's an entrepreneur. He owns um, a business, you know, a brand. And that within itself shows that they're not just hipsters. They're not weirdos, you know. They are people from all over the world through all careers and fields.
as PR specialists, we do understand the importance of having effective, clear, and transparent communication. So therefore, we have highlighted three main misconceptions or even unanswered questions that our audience may have. So the first one is, most people think that veganism is not something, they don't understand the concept of veganism in terms of, because they see that animals may eat other animals. And the other claim that when a person changes their diet from meat to uh, to veganism, protein is compromised. And lastly, going vegan doesn't make a difference. Like it doesn't do anything for our lives. So well, yeah, how then do you prescribe that we we um we address these matters? Well, in Dominic's position, I would, for example, speak about addressing the situation as if he would be doing it. So firstly, the first claim that Elizabeth spoke of was animals eat other animals. And, you know, in Dominic's position, he would say something like, you know, we should not base our ethics as a society on what animals do in nature. You see, animals have a distinct behavior as compared to what humans do. We don't need to eat animals to survive, whereas animals, they need each other to survive. For example, lions may kill or eat their offspring to survive, whereas humans, we can choose. We have many, a variety of options with regards to food to choose from in order to survive. Secondly, with regards to protein, protein does not only come from meat. In fact, meat contributes to a lot of diseases such as cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure. In fact, we get all our proteins we want from plant sources. And in one of the largest statistics done on vegan nutrient profiles, it actually showed that vegans on an average get almost the same amount of proteins as non-vegans without supplements. And a great example of this would be when, when Dominic spoke of when he was in prison, how he ate a lot of carbohydrates, which contributed to how he, his physique was in the outcome to his health. And lastly, the claim with going vegan does not make a difference. Dominic's response would be, veganism is both a matter of principle and a practical solution to animal abuse, animal abuse. So when you contribute to reducing animal abuse, it actually contributes to the demand of meat supply on the market. Okay. But, you know, when we're talking about PR, we mustn't um, leave our strategy, you know, because strategy is a big part of PR. So when addressing questions and concerns about, you know, these stereotypes or, or concerns, right, um, putting on a public relations lens, you know, we could identify this action response strategy to be activism. And we know which deals with persuasion, right? And we know Dominic is dealing 
um, with persuasion because he's trying to convince an audience, influence them, right? And carry across a message um, of a vegan lifestyle, promoting a cause, right? So the persuasion effect comes down to how you say it and whom you're talking to. And as a speaker and considering the rhetoric part of public relations, it all comes down to ethical considerations, right? Because what we choose to say, how we choose to say it, um, it all matters. It's a big part of that persuasion strategy. So at the end, right, hoping with addressing these concerns, right, um, is by taking up these strategies to enhance or build relationships with the public and build build his brand you know which is veganism that surrounds veganism sorry so in this way you must do it as um as Liz said before with transparent communication so laying everything out um being transparent and giving no room for miscommunication and it's not just about being honest but also clearing up um, your objective, your goals, given reason behind the facts. Because everybody knows the facts about veganism and what is a vegan, but at the same time, they, they don't really know the reason. So it serves, with all this, it should serve the purpose of the wise, what I call the wise of veganism. So with this overall thing of strategy and pre-butters, we're hoping to get a positive outcome overall for his cause, for Dominic's cause and awareness of veganism, you know, and clearing up these stereotypes that people have um, perceptions in their head. Guys, we've come to the end of our segment. I hope you enjoyed our first and even our last segment. And we hope that it was a memorable experience and you learned a lot about veganism and making healthier food cho- food choice options. And we hope to tune in again with you guys in the future. Thank you for that, Liz. You know, it was a very wonderful discussion indeed. I myself might even think about how I might approach eating meat and cutting down on this in the future. Rachel? I mean, I'm I'm getting there. I don't know how there I am, but you know, it was all 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 good. I really enjoyed the session and discussing with you guys. You know, stay tuned next time. Mm-hmm.